Yeah, a lot of people like that song, so there you go. Um, I thought, well, I'm, I'm going to be right back in a minute. Let's get a few more people in the chat room. And uh, I know this, this notice goes out like, you know, four in the morning and nobody's awake. I understand I'm here at the most odd hours. But I'll be uh, right back here. Uh, you know, I just, oh, God, every man, woman, and child is going to have to take the jab. They program you what to do through the jab. They're going to take over your consciousness with the jab. You're written out of lamb's book with a chip If you don't stand the way they stand They think you know nothing I don't care There are no other voices No other people It's only you I don't tolerate you I don't Take the jab, baby, and then you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna take you out in the car, force it into your arm. They're coming for you. They're coming for you. Was that song prophetic? Was that prophetic? That song? Oh no. Will take the mark of the beast or be killed. Every man, woman, and child will take the mark of the beast or be killed. Every man, woman, and child will be a slave to the beast to be cloned. Get that? You get that? The there you go. The okay. I mean, was that, you know, that was a few months before all this. Was that not a warning, a prophetic warning? That was like a year ago. I'm a son of the Most High God. And that's who I put first because uh, that's where I came from. That's always been the case, except when I was lost, I didn't realize anything. Right? Now it's a flood of realization. I got a good scripture for us today. 
Uh, you'd have to turn to it. It's uh, Jeremiah chapter 17, beginning at, um, at verse 5, continuing to about verse 11. Boy, this really popped out of me today. And uh, I got this huge Bible. I can't even hold it. It's like it's, it needs to go on a dance, but I can read it from across the room. You know, it's great. Not much, not, not too much words on the page, so I've got to con- constantly turn the page. Okay. Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. For he shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land and not inhabited. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. And who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. As the partridge sitteth in the eggs and hatcheth them not, so he that getteth riches and not by right shall leave them in the midst of his days and his end shall be a fool. The glorious high throne from the beginning is the place of our sanctuary. In other words, the people that spend their time Running after money, let's let's face it. I mean, really, I mean, there's a lot to digest in that little tiny verse. Why do you think that uh, Jeremiah made the transition from "blessed is the man," you know, "cursed is the man," and then "blessed is the man," and then he goes right to the heart. He just sums up and says, "The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked, and who can know it?" I could have stopped right there. There's enough there to digest, okay? But that's what came today. That's your prophetic message for today. And so the guy that's living on his own understanding, you know, does not see when good comes. He's, he's like, in his mind, he's, he's really like somebody. It's like, it's, it's similes. It, he's like someone, you know, that's in the parched desert where nothing good comes. Because he can't see it. Cursed is that man that make flesh his arm. In other words, his own understanding, right? No spiritual understanding. That's all he can see, what he can touch, feel, and so he worries. So his world becomes what he thinks, which is, you know, might as well be starving in the desert. But blessed is the man, and so we go to the opposite. Um, Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Okay, so he's the one that's blessed, the one that puts the hope in the Lord first. First. And then, you know, he will see riches because he doesn't run after riches. 
You know what I mean? And riches, of course, is, you know, in the derogatory sense, only a fool runs after money. But but um, a wise person runs after runs down the path the Lord has said. Right. It's not enough to have money. It's it's everything that goes with it. That it can only be tempered by the Lord. In other words, if you go for money, you're limiting yourself. If you go for fame, you're limiting yourself. If you go to be the top dog, you're totally limiting yourself. You're that cursed man in the desert. But if you go at the Lord's path, whatever it brings, you're blessed like the big tree by the river. And even uh, drought or whatever comes, it won't affect you because the roots are in the river, unless the river dries up. But that wasn't the premise here. The idea was that even during a drought, that tree by the river shall prosper. That person who puts God first, who, who, whose hope the Lord is, who, who, you know, it's a little tricky in the language, but who, whose hope is the Lord, literally, sees when good things come and sees the good things the Lord provides, even in the midst of trouble, even in the midst of trouble. The Lord is constantly bringing things to light, bringing good things in the time of trouble. In the time of drought, that tree shall flourish. In the time of trouble, you shall flourish, whose hope is the Lord. Couldn't be more simple. Is that about the most clear prophetic message you've ever heard? Suddenly today, it's like, I could have read it a million times, especially the, the verse about the heart is deceitful. But you really have to put it into context. What does that mean? Jeremiah is saying that if you just follow your heart, you'll be deceived. Right, he's coming back to that guy in the desert. You know, the 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 man is cursed, whose whose God is the flesh, right? Because the heart is the flesh. They go, oh, I just follow my heart. Oh, your intuition, you know, your um, your your something that's contained within you, a premonition, perhaps. And you know, those people will end up being fools. They will gamble their money away or do something or. Do something foolish. You know, they'll, they'll do something foolish because it's their heart's telling them to. Now that's, you know, on the other side, the satanic side, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, well, they'll put their trust in Satan. They'll put Satan for, they, they'd actually do a much better job than the so-called godly because they put their faith in Satan every day. They do rituals. They do all kinds of bad things. They'll kill people to get a blessing and uh, thing get away with it. Once the conscience is seared, you can rob banks and kill people. It doesn't matter then. Um, Cause you violated that thing. The Lord has put there. The Lord put that conscience there to, to be, you know, to be a guide, you know, to be a guide back to the, to the father, because the, 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 the complexity of life is too complex for the human being, but the human being you know, typically is uh, too arrogant, too, uh, too um, you know, built up by uh, self-esteem from the group or has a sense of belonging to the group and then they become very, you know, they become very, very arrogant and very violent. And that's basically where our society has come, the, the, the side of the flesh versus the side of the spirit, divided 
right down the middle. And what that means, ladies and gentlemen, is that the people that uh, are um, of the uh, flesh, let's say, feel that they uh, belong to something bigger. And what they do is they want to win. So winning would be how they're inculcated. And they're promised that they're going to have power while everyone else will be a slave. And they want to kill or put into jail or incarcerate the other side. There's no more debate. They're just totalitarian. They don't realize that totalitarian is a demon. Totalitarian is no freedom. Totalitarian is the fascist. So you know what side of our society is the fascist. Um, it's really simple. That's why I laugh at uh, newspapers. All the media is, is a joke. And all the people that work in the media are fucking fools. And when I say fools, I mean they write foolish, dumbass things. They justify the violence and rioting and burning down Seattle or whatever it is. And they throw people into jail that won't uh, that have decided to... Uh, abstain from getting a, 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 an experimental drug that they call a vaccine, which isn't. So they pick anybody that disagrees with them, they want jailed now or killed. It's gotten to the point of, it's not just cancel culture now. It's now war culture, where they want the other, the, any opposition killed. Okay, that, let me be the first to, uh, let me, not the first, but let me be the guy to explain this to you. Um, for us all. That spirit, Right there, you know, the spirit of communism. That is a demon, okay? That's like the Legion demon. That's, that's the same demon gets in all of them. So they talk like, you know, they, they did Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the first movie, to basically talk about how, how man can become evil. How'd, people say, well, how could communism flourish in the United States or something like, you know, a police state or authoritarianism? How could something like that that takes freedom away from everyone, including those the thugs that, that try to bully everybody. How, you know, and are, and are themselves completely stupid, you know, unable to, uh, when they can't handle an argument that's based on logic, they start throwing fists because they're stupid. You know, they, they become dumb by the demon. The demon is dumb. It's just brute force. That's all they understand. And so, you know, there was a guy, a video I saw where this guy was... Uh, gotten Tucker Carlson's face in a fishing store and Tucker had his daughter there. And Tucker Carlson is very, very, I wouldn't just call him a conservative. I would say uh, he's on the truth a lot more than anyone else on, on, well, on joke media, on joke woke media, which is, of course, at this point, ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely embarrassing to be here. I, I wish I, I'd love to be living in a library, you know what I mean? And, and hidden from the world. But, um, and all the books could become my friends, you know what I mean? And we could have a great time together. Uh, but anyway, so say what you will about Tucker Carlson, but I feel that he's a pretty level-headed guy, just like, you know, Joe Rogan is another guy that's pretty level-headed, right? And he... He's come, you know, you know, they're both saying the same things. I don't listen to them that much, but I mean, when I do, I'm, I'm impressed, you know, with the concision and precision of language being used. That impresses me because I'm a thinking person and I like people that use the language properly. I'm not really much on, you know, uh, including cuss words, but, uh, 
you, you know, so this guy, this dumbass, this really, really dumb guy, really dumb, stupid, yeah, you know, can't put two sentences, probably can't even tie his own shoelaces. He gets in Tucker Carlson's face. He says, you're the worst human being that's ever lived. You've ruined the whole country. You know, and it's like, you can see now now that, you know, it may be kind of funny on the surface how stupid this guy is. You know, he's a, he's a big, dumb oaf, you know, an oaf. A lot of the, the men who join these kind of um, totalitarian, authoritarian, sort of gang-stalking, you know, Antifa sort of groups, you know, they become, because they become part of that collective, they become oafs. That's how you, be, right? Because you don't start out being dumb. Lord gives intelligence to everybody. It's up to us to keep it, to 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 train it, to to really to the best thing to do is yield to the Lord and say, Lord, please help me. You know what I mean? And part of the help is to keep your wits about you, your intellect, your wisdom, so that you can see your way through some of these problems, which are too complex for the average man. Okay. So this big dumb guy, you know, is like a bully, right? He's trying to bully Carlson. And he and here's the argument. You're the worst human being that's ever lived. You do, you've done nothing but ruin the United States, and you're a fascist. Now, this guy, it, it wouldn't be so scary unless he had a big group behind him. And he was so stupid, he actually went and put it online and said he was proud of having to confront Tucker Carlson. But instead, he did not confront Tucker Carlson uh, he just said stupid things in front of Tucker Carlson and embarrassed himself, and he's too frickin' dumb to know that he did that to himself, that he sullied himself, that he embarrassed himself because he presented no argument, no facts, no no, no precision, no concision, no, no thought. Just, you, you ruined everything. You're just the worst human being that ever lived. That's it. I promise you, folks, that's what he said. That's exactly what he said. Okay, but then, huh? Well, you can call it whatever you want. I'm just saying, when he got the chance to say something, he said stupid shit. The point is that this is what everyone has missed. Everyone's talking about the fact that these people are, you know, cancel culture, woke, whatever. No one's taking into account the lack of intelligence, the lack of any kind of diction, the lack of any kind of language skills or communication skills. It's just brute force. Okay, so that's a demon. Folks, look, this is where I'm going. That is a demon, a collective demon. And the same demon that got a hold of Nazi Germany, and the same demon that got a hold of, you know, the whole country of the USSR, the same demon that that keeps China today. You have, uh, you know, the Chinese. One thing about Chinese, every Chinese person I've ever known has been a hard worker and extremely, you know, and all intelligent because. Uh, but if that re- that regime continues, they their brain trust will go down. In fact, you know, at this point, they spend a lot of time ripping off intellectual property because they don't have the brain trust to come up with it on their own. And that's a result of a total... That same thing happened in Russia. They couldn't make a car like the United States could. The, remember those old Russian cars, those kind of 
bumbling cars they would make, and they didn't make any sense, <clears throat> it's because they did not have any incentive. There's no incentive to, 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 you know, to, there's no use of free thought. It's a collective thought. And the collective thought cannot invent anything. They can just copy other people. So they tried to copy us. And now they're trying to turn us into, through the woke and cancel culture, a, 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 a world of, dumb, of, of the dumb and the feeble. And America has become dumb and feeble. Because when you rule by brute force, as they do, uh, they don't understand, you know, that there are more than one world here. We have got a spiritual world. We have a, you know, uh, uh, this dimension. We have a simulation going on. We have uh, a, a very complex, you know, uh, setup here that most people don't know because most people can't see the mechanism at work because they've been taught that this is all there is, what they can see, touch, and feel. And in fact, did you know that the human being cannot see um, all the colors and and all the uh, you know all the different things that are here? They 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 can only see about one percent. So they miss ninety nine percent of things. That's why there are people that could see spaceships, and others can't. Uh, when the uh, the the I think it was the Chumash Indian in uh, the West Coast, when the Spaniards arrived in some of those beautiful uh, natural um, coves uh, along California seaside, and those of you who've been down the coast, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the actual, you know, your tribesmen, you know, the just regular people, they couldn't see the ships when they arrived because they had no, right? So the human being cannot see about 99% of the reality that's right here before us right now. The only way you can see more is to open your mind. And the only thing I know that's, that, that can do that is, you know, things like meditation can, can work. Uh, certainly meditating on God, asking God to show you things, you know, is probably the best way. But also with natural substances that occur in nature like DMT and things like that, if you're guided, you, you, you'll be able to see more, you know, see more of what reality is through, through these, uh, you know, never do anything unless you have the unction of the Lord, though. That's, that's my, you know what I mean? Otherwise, I'd be doing DMT every other day because I want to see more. I want, I, want, I want to know more, right? So I would, I know a guy that he takes DMT every day. I, I don't know if he smokes it or how he does it, but he takes it every day because he's got a relationship going with one of the beings on the other side. So he goes to see, I guess it's a female being. Oh, this guy, he's kind of famous. I think he's in Hawaii. I'm really not sure his name right now. But he, he takes it every day to go see her. They have a relationship. Across the quantum realm. Oh, he's not, not too deep, this guy. He doesn't know anything about, you know... We, we all have to put, to, have to, to, to really understand where we are compared to the great creator and then how we are within him and really, in a sense, creators ourselves unless we decide through free will not to be, right? Because we have that free will, which is an act of pure, pure love. God wouldn't be God unless he gave us free will. But he's there, and I guarantee it. And sometimes people pray they don't get anywhere. It's like, I think you have to kind of like, you know, Lord, you know, even when you're feeling bad, like, oh, Lord, please fix this. 
You say, oh, Lord, you are so great. You are so wonderful. You've done so many things. Let me count the things you've done for me. Let me show you my gratitude. You did this. You did that. You fixed this. You fixed that. You fixed all these things I worried about. You taught me not to worry. You've you've made me confident when I had no confidence. And the things are really bugging me right now. You've showing me that there is hope to keep on, to keep going. And that hope is precious because so many times in my life I've lost hope. And once you lose hope, folks, you know what I'm saying? It can be a really hard hardship. It's a real hard feeling within, isn't it? When you have no hope and you feel that horrible worry and sinking feeling and you feel a bit infirm and you feel there's nobody that uh, can talk to you or that cares about you. And it just, once it starts rolling that way, it just keeps going until everything gets ruined, right? But if you had hope, that, you know, understanding that, yes, those frustrations that you have now that haven't been able to move, but look at all the other things that have moved. And a lot of you have thorns in your side that, um, you know, you wish weren't there, and you beg and ask the Lord, you beg him, please remove this thorn from my side, Lord, please, it's terrible. And I found that in time, everything will be resolved, But sometimes the Lord tells us to go through patience. Patience. Uh, To be afflicted and to be patient with that affliction. Because it won't always be that way. I know of some afflictions that have, you know, in my life have eased in the last 15 years. And, um, you know, according to medical doctors and stuff, that, that shouldn't be the case. You know, what do you think? I mean, it's like, yeah, you you outlived it. I've seen people outlive cancer that way. They just outlive it. They just they just keep living on, and eventually it's just not there. But they, maybe they were afflicted with it for a few years and begging the Lord constantly for help. But anyway, the the fool says in his heart, and that's what. Our friend Jeremiah here is just really concise, isn't he? Really concise about the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Uh, Trying to sum up, and the reason that verse is there right after those two about the blessed man and the cursed man is to sum it up. It's a sum up. The heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. And who can know it? Meaning... Man doesn't typically know. Man follows his heart. And, you know, and and that is, you know, always going to be the way of foolishness. The way of, in other words, when we follow our heart, what happens to us? We become deceived. Think of all the times, think of all the divorces. <laughs> they followed their heart right into oblivion. You know what I mean? And it, and the, the couple was never meant to be together. They, they were just... Uh, in lust and all that, and they got married, and then it fell apart. Uh, this is uh, a typical following the heart. Uh, I didn't, you know, you don't hear about anyone praying about anything. You know, you, you're not, you know, saying, well, let's pray about it. You know, should we take that step of being together or should we not? And maybe it'd be best to refrain from sex because you don't want to get soul ties going and intertwining that would confuse you. 
you want to make a decision based on, look, if you're going to be with someone the rest of your life and you want to build a family and a life together, that should probably be something you should take to the Lord. Amen. Because that way you can make an intelligent decision rather than one just based on lust or based on, you know, the, the you know eye candy, you know, that my partner is beautiful to look at. And, well, what happens when you get older? <laughs> you know, there's got to be more than that to it, right? There's got to be that bond. And, you know, maybe that's not right. Maybe the Lord says no. Even though all the signs seem right, i.e. my heart says go, but the Lord says no. How many of you have been in a situation like that where you, you, you prayed about it and it's just like, no, you know, and, and it's like, okay, well, God's leading you. And how many had the, uh, the courage to stick to the conviction of the Lord rather than their heart? So they went with the Lord's way. And the only way you're going to get good at that is by being in constant prayer, constant communication. So you really, really know the Lord is there. So when you get something like, don't open that door, you don't touch it. Even though all the signs are there, that you, it's a beautiful door. Door number three is it. It's got all the answers for you. It's got your life. It's got everything that you need and everything that you want. And it's all lined up perfectly. And then the Lord says no. And this has happened to me many times where I've had people getting mad at me. And then they're not mad now. Now they're, they're acting like it's their idea. That's fine. But you know what I'm saying? You know, like, oh, gosh, you know, here's the party pooper. Here's a, a beautiful future put on a silver platter for us. And you're saying the Lord says no. Wow. Mm-hmm. And people put pressure on you, don't they? Oh, come on, you know, it'll be good for the town, you know, if you just uh, go ahead and accept this uh, bribe, I mean offer. <laughs> put, put it in political context. So politically speaking, we live in a nation that's divided by, uh, you know, that's been conquered by communism, you know, and the Chinese model. And uh, when people d don't believe me on that, I just say, are they rolling out the Chinese uh, social credit score system? Yes, that's based on because we are under the, 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 the we lost to China the day that Trump shut the economy down. He got rolled. And these people are all, you know, who's Fauci in bed with? China. Okay, who's Hunter Biden getting the money for his big art projects and his big book and everything? Who's Joe? China Joe. What, what, what is their affiliate? It's all China. China overthrew America without firing a shot. Everybody, everybody knew it. America fell to communism. Now, you know, I know you guys don't want to talk about it because it's just hard to think about that we got conquered, but we did. And I'm not the only one saying it. Uh, what I'm also saying, though, is, you know, in their power grab... Where do, what do you think wall culture is? It's Chinese, okay? What's cancel culture? It's Chinese. Chinese think tank, Chinese mind control. Uh, what is it based on? It's based on propaganda, right? They base their beliefs on propaganda. For example, the state uh, broadcast that, 
that abortions are great, let's say, and so they adopt the policy. It's great. They have the thing of America is racist, white people are just inherently racist and bad, so let's eliminate white people from all movies, you know, movie productions or, or, or sports or whatever, something. Okay, or university, you know, uh, you know, university uh, spots, or, or, you know, let's eliminate white culture from that because it's racist and belongs to the KKK. And then you say, well, what is the KKK? Well, they're right wing racists. They're white people. Okay, but when you go through history, you learn that the KKK is is the Democrats and the ones that scream about racism. Who, who is the most racist group in America today? They're Democrats, but they always have been the racists. And what is their number one um, goal for, you know, the, what, you, what you call liberals? They're not liberal at all. They're authoritarian. What's the number one goal? It's a, it's a genocide, uh, you know, population reduction, and to weed out black people is the number one goal of the Democrat Party. Proof is Planned Parenthood. What's Planned Parenthood? Uh, came from Margaret Sanger and also the Gates family. What's Bill Gates want to do? He wants to ethnically cleanse black people from the world, but it's who who came up with these ideas about ethnic cleansing or skin cleansing or any of it? Goes back to Hitler, goes back to the Nazis, goes back to Bavarian Illuminati, goes back to the uh, Tool Society, goes back to the secret societies coming out of Germany. And that's where all that came from. That's where Gates came from. That's where, you know, Fauci, all those guys are all basically in the German mafia. That's why they all have to speak fluent German. That's why Klaus Schwab is their leader, right? He's like the spiritual, he's like the president of the world. China's underneath Klaus Schwab. I mean, they want to implement China's system on the world, but they remain above China. And that's the, that's your takeover. That's your authoritarian. Every nation bows to Klaus Schwab. Why? Because of the beast, because they all, every last one of those motherfuckers took the initiation into Satanism when they were kids. Now, some didn't have a chance, you know, their, their, their fathers sodomized them and torture them and do all that kind of stuff to them to get them in. So they give up, they cry uncle. So that's, you know, it's kind of using your free will, but maybe God gives them a way to repent because that's not, that's kind of forcing them, isn't it? It has to be a free will decision and you have to be able to understand that it exists because they're not going to tell you it exists. They're not going to spill the beans. They're, they're going to keep it quiet, but they'll hint at you. Come on, come on over to our side and you'll be loved. You'll be given a life. You can have a piece of the pie. You can have whatever you want. Just serve us and you'll be happy. And uh, kids fall for it because they're stupid. Mostly, right? Until they get through life's, you know, until they get through being in the military in a combat situation or some kind of thing that where they grow up out of Disneyland, right? So, so what happens is they get hit with this Satan thing. You know, abused by both parents or by the society or whatever. They go home to complain. They go... I got beat up. They go, okay. Well, you see, Sonny, there's a world you don't know anything about, but uh, let me tell you about it, right? And then, of course, in comes the sex and the incest and the uh, others and the pedophilia and all the others. It's like, well, this is so big, I can't fight it. And they become absorbed in it. Now, that's the force 
that runs the world, right? That's the beast that runs the world, comprised of all these people. And how many people in America have sold out to that? Who? How many parents in America sold their kids out to that? Almost all. I mean, what, 80%? 90 And how many of these parents would be able to understand what I'm saying, but they'd be afraid to be around me speaking about it? And why would they be afraid if it comes up in polite conversation? Because they're beholden to the beast and because they'll be punished, that's why. And how many people are in on it? And how many of these people look the other way on murders? Corruption, government corruption, illegal use of power, all the illegalities and evils that befall people. How many of them look the other way and never raise their voice? The majority. So who really is the beast? It's, you know, your neighbors. It's your, it's your country. That's the beast. It's your parents and your grandparents and your children. And if you're left out of it, if you don't know anything about it, then, then God spared you. Congratulations. You're probably spared because you were just, you know, he made you for him and he's, you know, jealous God and he's not going to share you with anyone. Okay, that's the nitty gritty of our world and that's why they get so mad, right? And that's why there's so much into conformity. These are Satanists. Uh, if you're a free person and you're a free person in the Lord, you put God first and you're just kind of a normal God-fearing guy, you're not going to want to enslave other people, okay? But the spirit of that collective comes from joining the satanic cabal. And that you have to go through initiation. In fact, most of the people there are not murderers and stuff. They're like lower level, you know what I mean? The only guys that get to the top are people who are willing to spill blood because it's a bloodletting society. So war, you know, uh, you know, abortion, death, it's a death cult. That's what it is. And why are so many people compliant? Because they got into it when they were kids and because they got to graduate college and they got to join the law firm and they, you know, and they got to be part of the country club and they never questioned it. But they know what it is and when it comes around, they're so scared to death, they shut their mouth and shiver in, in, in absolute terror that they're going to be punished for something they did. So they keep their mouths shut. And when their kids start spouting off about it, they throw them in mental hospitals. Of course, where else would you put them? But then when they get there, are there psychiatrists and stuff? No, they're not. They're military-industrial complex people that need kids who are not conformed to do military tasks. That is correct. I mean, they're selected out of a bunch, but they're kids. They're taken there when they when they don't quite get it. By the time they're about fifteen or sixteen, if they're not getting onto it, they get dumped in the in the mental the psychiatric industry. Takes care of them from there. Many of them commit suicide. That's correct. They sacrifice their kids for the good of the beast, for the good of society, for the good of the beast, for the good of mankind, who they hate. They hate man. 
And so they want to digitize man and make a digital twin of man, use the consciousness of man, use the thing that's created in man that they can't do. But they want to transmogrify the cells of man by by uh, introducing nanoparticles into the bloodstream and mRNA messages that will go to trillions and trillions and trillions, 40 trillion cells, and convert them all into a, to a, uh, a digital nightmare that destroys the blood and destroys the people in a short period of time. They believe in mass genocide, and they believe that if you have conformed to them and you have benefited from the beast that you should be uh, uh, courageous enough to die when you're told to die. That is, when you get the jab, yeah, the clock starts ticking. If you don't like that, then, you know, one thing you could do is don't take any further jabs, and you can start taking the pine needle tea and other remedies that will quell those spike proteins, and maybe you'll survive it and not get blood clots that will stop your heart eventually. Those blood clots and coagulation in these jabs continues to get stronger every year because every shot has 40 trillion mRNAs in it. 40 trillion. Every one shot, one dose, 40 trillion. Two doses, 80 trillion. Boosters, hundreds of trillions. And what do they do? Uh, well, the one thing they do is they destroy the blood. And it starts clotting. The clots are usually small enough so it doesn't affect a heart attack right away, but it's it's happening, meaning that the oxygen in your system that you need from the blood flow is oxygen, and it's not getting enough to the heart, which then eventually um, kills you. And if these people go unchecked for three years, couple of years, three years, there's a good chance many of them will die prematurely and you know people that i know we've tried to we've tried to stop this but right now they're they've gone into a herd mentality frenzy of utter stupidity and utter idiocy and total lying and the public just goes uh-huh uh-huh and they go along with it and you say why aren't they rioting here like in paris and because the people here have been ruined we only have a small amount of people that actually know what's going on i'm one of them I know exactly what's going on, exactly down to the down to the the, the, the most minute thing. Tell you who the players are, what they're doing, what the goal is. But I've been saying that for a long time. It just sounds like a like a really scary sci-fi novel, right? I mean, that's basically where we are. We're in a sci-fi now. We're in a story, but we're also in a simulation. But we're also under God's control. You know, he put us in this world, and he's provided a way out. There's one way out, and that's through the sun, through the sun, through the sun. You look at ancient lore. You look at the Egyptians. They believed it was through the sun, too. You look at the Mayans, the Aztecs, and, you know, and other, you know, the Vedic uh, elders of, of, of uh, uh, India and so forth. You'll find that they all had this idea that they could fly through the sun with advanced uh, technology and spacecraft. When that flying through the sun, I believe, is a metaphor that was taken literally, um, you know, and then they thought the sun was, 
you know, the, 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 was Horus or something. I think the sun is, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the, you know, Quetzalcoatl's, um, you know, offspring, or they, they believe the mythology, they don't quite get the, this idea, but, you know, um, they keep thinking, like even in Buddhism, they had, they, they had these, you know, virgin birth of the of Buddha. No, they did, they did, they actually did. They call those the Tathagatha stories. And this is Buddha as a baby, you know, being an immaculate birth. Uh, they're all trying to, you know, but the the one way you can deduce it is this. Where is the persecution in China? Are the Buddhists, now you say, well, what, the Uyghurs? They're Muslims, right? The Uyghur Muslims? They're persecuted. But why would that be? The Falun Gong, another spiritual group that's persecuted. But the most persecution really goes to, uh, and this is where you get killed, it's 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 the underground church. It's the Jesus people. It's Jesus is the one thing that scares all of them because it scares the demon, the God. The, you know their God knows it's true, and so they try to squelch out even the knowledge of. It. Like here in the United States, which is already pretty much gone, they've you know they've they've prided themselves that the church attendance has gone way down. And, you know, and I, I can answer them. You want me to answer? Okay, let me give you an accurate, 100% accurate answer. That's because the churches were corrupt and God shut them down. He's not going to have fake churches going out with Masons running it. Are you kidding? You can't be a Mason and serve God. That's one of the problems with the United States. You got all these Masons, you know, as the founding fathers. There was a conflict there. You put all the Masons in the courts and no one's going to go to jail. That's one, right? How is that justice? How is that justice? I can tell you exactly what's wrong with the United States. I can tell you the history of the United States. I can tell you everything about it. But I mean, you know, nobody does anything about it because everybody thinks they're going to, you know, be punished by losing their paychecks or losing their position if they come clean and say what they know about uh, being conformed to society. What is society in America? It's Satan. That's what organized society is. So they don't want to talk about the satanic part. They just want to talk about society as secular, as not being spiritual. They want to talk about the world as only one world, the sun, the sky, the room we're in, the furniture. That, that's it. Because any more than that will get them in what? Trouble. Why don't their kids think deeply about things? Because they get punished for it. The one thing Satan does with his minions is punishes them for independent thought. That's why the Chinese have to steal all the intellectual properties. They're not allowed independent thought. So they have to steal from the United States to have, you know, an F-35, you know, airplane. Correct? The Russians had to do the same thing. Understand? Why now? Because... When you join the collective, there is no free thought. It's collective thought only, which means no innovation. And when they do innovate, all they do is innovate things that will control the mass population. That, that's their goal. They want to get inside you because that's where the thing is that God put there. 
and they want to get it and digitize it so they ruin it for God because they're at war with God. Well, of course they're at war with God. They, these people are so intelligent that they want to live forever in their like little bipedal bodies, only the robotoid, ro- ro- robotic, you know, where they have their own, they still have their memories and their brain and their consciousness. They want to fuse the two. That's how dumb they are. Not realizing that our true home is any and all forms, any and all creation. It's all optional. It's all, it's all going on all the time. And there is, uh, you know, you know, the the, the, the it's, it's much far, much far more complex than our situation here. Okay, and um, it, it it's much it, it's it's completely satisfying because of the 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 uh, disinvolvement of time and space as we know it here has no place there. So there is no uh, dissatisfaction. There is no... Really what it is is just euphoria. A state of what people try to get with drugs. It's like that perfect state, only even better. And it's it just... Since there's no time, there's no waiting. So it's just like... like mm, you know what I mean? Uh, mm, they, they used to call that... In the East, they call that Om. You know, the, 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 the center of all things, the, the axis and the, you know, the Atman and the Brahman. You know, the, uh, the nuclear bomb, the Oppenheimer, the misunderstanding of Shiva, the micro and the macro, the, the misapplication of quantum physics. Right, because if you can rule the quantum world, you can rule the simulated world. You can't have a Mandela effect unless it's simulated. Come on. You should put your thinking caps on. There would be no Mandela effect. And, and actually, I've seen whole sets change, whole blocks change, whole... You fly somewhere and it and it's changed. It's some other thing. You flew. It's not the same place you remember. And the same people are not acting the same. Then you see them two weeks later. Then they are the same again. They are. Then they're not. Then they are again. And if you notice those kinds of things, you can get very, very, very frightened at the how it can morph like that. You've got to have that strong relationship with the Almighty to kind of take you by the hand so that you don't freak out when you see things. One reason we don't see anything, that we remain pretty dumb as a people, is because we can't handle it emotionally. We get upset. And so we're told you could you know, stay in a baby state, don't see anything, don't process anything, don't worry about anything, Mama will take care of you. So that's a baby. We are a baby. We are a collective baby uh, throwing temper tantrums and threatening to kill the other children in the sandbox because they don't see it the way we do. And our argument is uh, purely terrestrial, purely uh, the, the arguments of earth dwellers, feeble-minded earth dwellers. All earth dwellers are feeble. All. All. Every last one of those suckers is feeble. Now that may sound pretty arrogant, and I guess it is, but I don't care because it's the truth. You know, I'm not looking at it like, oh, I'm, that means me better. It just means 
You know, first of all, when you're an earth dweller, you put down everybody. You know, it's amazing that anybody with any kind of mind ever even survived them. But can imagine having earth dwellers as parents. I did. Amazing. Well, one was like mainly a witch, but she had you know, 34 different personalities. So, I mean, how, how am I supposed to, you know what I mean? And the other was c- completely, you know, lost, unless he was getting drunk or gambling. <laughs> You know, no, I feel, no, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, that was, you know, that was, well, what else were you going to do? I mean, the, the lives, their lives were tragic. Absolutely useless people. I'm sorry to say that, it's, but it's the truth. Useless meaning made, you know, no, it was just all about them. It was all about narcissism. And uh, but it's not their fault. They were taught to be like that. You know, they had to learn to be like that. They just, you know, they weren't movers and shakers or leaders or anything else. They're just, you know, uh, I really don't know how you'd sum it up. Just like a waste of time, I guess. You know, uh, if I could have spared them the pain that they caused a lot of people. You know, and I would opt not to be born. I probably would opt not to be born if they wouldn't be born. You know what I mean? I might, I might just take a bullet for the team. You know, if I could could make it so my parents weren't born, and my grand, I, I'd probably just take a bullet for the team and say, "Don't, don't, then don't bear me." <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep keep that shit locked up because all they're going to do is join the secret societies and join the debauchery of uh, of a fallen world and a uh, satanic. Uh, awful, narcissistic, uh, stupid society of feeble earth dwellers, of which all earth dwellers are feeble. Seriously, all they know is what they can touch, see, feel. Anything outside of that frightens them. And then they go running to mommy, and and mommy is the collective. And they go, I'm all better now. (laughs) Yeah, usually after they do a ritual, get together with a couple of people and do something you know, that, that gets them the result, and they're back there. I'm back now. And that lasts about mm, 20 seconds, and they got to go do it again. They go back, jack, and do it again. Wheels turning round and round. And they do it again. Turn it on, turn it on again. Abacab isn't anywhere. I can name a whole litany of songs about this. Uh, You you know, uh, oftentimes I've wondered how much there is to know. Some of you who know those references are are with me, right, on these references. You don't think that I'm accurate on that? You're out of your mind. (laughs) I was spot on. You cannot quibble with that. Oh, I'll be the roundabout. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Uh, and then there are other songs about, you know, like the Beatles songs about uh, society. Have you seen the little piggies? You know, that's why I think Nixon, you know, hired somebody, not Nixon, but it was maybe it was Bush. I don't know, somebody, you know, hired the hit on. I mean, Nixon was gone by then, but I'm just saying they had uh, John Lennon under surveillance and they got, you know, they basically got another Julian West. You know, the, the the hits keep on rolling, Jolian, baby, Jolly West. Another Jolly West Manchurian candidate, Mark David Chapman, blows away John Lennon because they considered him to be subversive. 
because John Lennon, you know, he was like, I like to me, John Lennon was the, 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 the best Beatle because he was, he was, he, he knew he was compromised. By the time he got going with Yoko though, and he got down the road, he knew he'd been duped. He knew the Beatles were a joke. He knew it. The Beatles were just, you know, they might've been great and everything, but they were a joke. They're basically, their whole point of existence was to promote Satanism. There really wasn't any other point to the band to have all these cool sound. Brian Epstein, the fifth Beatle, he was the one that brought that, you know, Philharmonic in and started playing around with the sounds to make them really psychedelic. That whole psychedelic thing was a, um, you know, was a, was a mind control. In fact, the first people to use satanic images, these psychedelic images, was the CIA and MKUltra were using these even in the early 60s, before they became popular later on with like black light art, remember? We had black lights in our room and we have like, you know, Hendrix and, you know, Jim Morrison and our our big rock stars up. And they had all these like weird kind of almost like sea creature type type greens and, you know, kind of, right? You remember all that? Well, it may have been before your time, but, uh, well, some of you not, but, you know. But that was quite a period. I mean, you could go down Sunset Boulevard, you could they, they, they'd have like head shops, and you go in like at night, you know, like on a Saturday night, and the lights are all off. Everybody is stoned out of their minds on bean bags, just sitting there. No one's buying anything or doing anything. They're just, you know, zoned out on mescaline and LSD was the big thing. Well, Julian West brought in the LSD along with Timothy Leary, both CIA operatives. And, uh, you know, and MK Ultra went on. It was, you know, it got busted in Boston. And I guess it came to the West Coast and, and in the 70s. And then, then what was the plan? Now, now Wes was doing micro, right? Individual Manchurian candidate types. Sophia dolls, get it? But then the real plan was macro, mass control, right? The biodigital nexus point, i.e. the jab, get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? It's about your mind atrophying. It's about you becoming a feeble earth dweller. It's becoming stupid. Doing what you're told. Having no connection to the almighty God, which I assure you is real. We just give it up to you, Lord. Lord, you are the only way, truth, and life. You are literally truth, literally life, and literally way. Period. No man comes to the Father without going through the Son. And this is also very rich in mythology, this idea of going through the Son. And NASA has photographed a portal through the Sun that looks kind of like a square. Have you seen that? It's fascinating. You can see something on the other side, but it doesn't look like the same as our universe, if you know what I mean, if you look to the side of the sun. When you look through that thing, it looks different than if you moved off to the side a bit, if you're looking through a telescope. So, the macro is considered in Eastern um, philosophy, Hindu philosophy, the macro is Brahman. God, you know, the idea of God is the totality of all things is God, right? 
in their mind. And I'm just, I'm not saying that's about what I believe exactly, but in their mind. Devoid of process. Everyth- everything is God. But then the individual, you, the Atman, right, the, the man, the Adam, Atman is like another word for Adam, the first man, the man. Uh, you are also equal to Brahman in that everything is contained within you, all things. And using that uh, physics uh, equation, uh, they were able to make, you know, things like bombs, you know, uh, and they were able to understand, you know, quantum mechanics a lot better that a little thing here could, you know, then they understood that things like witchcraft and black magic and all that stuff is science. There's a scientific principle involved in, say, something like sympathetic magic, where you take an object over here and it stands for the totality over there. You take an object over here, a little thing that represents the government, and then you manipulate it to manipulate the big government. And so witches will indulge in rituals that are always, you know, trying to encase their case in the uh, circle, and that's the micro, because then whatever's done there is equal in the macro, i.e., you know, the explosion of the atomic bomb or whatever. And um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a principle in physics that has been proven, you know, uh, the you know the principle of non-locality, for example, has been uh, has also, in other words, you know, non-locality means you, that space is irrelevant. Space is a space is a is a uh, like like time. It's a uh, it's a sort of made-up concept. Space, because an object one hundred million light years away can affect the same object. Let's say it's the same thing. Let's say it's magnets. It's one magnet divided into two. And you do something to this one over here, and this one, 100 billion, trillion light years away, is affected. Which proves that whether you're one mile away or the same, equal, or 100 billion miles away, it doesn't matter. It's all equal. Therefore, nullifying the idea of space. So once you have control of, of space, okay, in that sense, then you basically control time or non-time. The locality or non-locality. Uh, you know, the, 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 the micro can, can control the macro. And so all these, you know, computers and all these things... One of the big fights we have, World War 1500,000, is basically all these people fighting each other, you know, in the astral and, you know, quantum realms, for lack of a better term. And they're fighting each other for domination and, and for superiority to see which quantum computer is going to win. So that's, that's the war we're fighting. While we're here, they're doing that. They're having the war between quantum computers to see. Who's going to win? What is winning? Winning is getting control of the human race, being able to do what you want with it, which what they want is to make us a sacrifice to their God so they will get the life-extending technologies they want so they can go become masters of the universe. Period.
you know, but, but before that happens, they want to get what's in us out of us, harvesting for their own use. And you ask me, are they capable of killing off humanity? Are they, okay, let me just put it another way. Were they capable of taking, you know, old people, my parents, you know, your mom and dad, and murdering them in New York, and then Biden just let the guy go because they're on the same page. You don't think Biden would kill every last man, woman, and child in America? He would do it. If he could just push a button and get it done right now today, he would do it. Do not doubt me, and do not doubt that's how evil he is. If he could get rid of every man, woman, and child in America right now by the push of a button, he would do it. The only reason that uh, there's men, women, and children here at all is because of the restraining hand of God, because God's remnant is here. Other than, if that were gone, then there would be nothing left here. There'd be a, you know, they'd they'd go uh, dress up as Indians and, you know, try to, you know, recreate the the beginning before the bad white man came, or whatever their stupid cockamamie earth-dwelling shit is, you know? Whatever their, 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 their lofty idea of a rulership over the quantum, and believe me, it's the quantum realm that's being fought over, not this. This is a simulation, Truman Show, a movie set. We, we don't even, we don't have privy to all the things they're looking at right now. And do they have opposition? Yes, there are beings that they worship who are in opposition to other beings out there. Yeah, there's, there's also angels. There's also God. So, you know, never, never think there's no hope. But also, don't just stick your head in the sand. Just because you've been told by the church, don't look at it, it's all demonic. Don't think about it. God's doing the thinking for you. Don't need to wonder. God's already got this. Don't need to worry or wonder. God's already got this. No need to look up in space at the stars. God's already got this. No need to look at the sun and wonder what that is. God's already got this. Understand? He who wants to dumb down the population is he who serves Lucifer. So the church became Luciferian. Don't look at it. Oh, there are no demons there. Don't study the occult. Don't study demonology. Don't study, uh, you know, black magic or any of the things they do or their rituals. Don't look into that. God's got it. He wants you to be an innocent little lamb. You don't have to see the depths of Satan. That's not in your wheelhouse. That's not in your future. Don't look over there. Those are not us. Do not listen to anyone or anything. That's not us. We're okay here. We don't need to think. We just need to go to our work, put food on the table for our family. Don't ask too many questions. Putting God first every day, you'll be okay. Is that the way to put God first? To become an absolute dolt? To, to remain ignorant? To be shrouded in darkness? Is that the way to uh, glorify the Almighty? You know, some of our heroes 
from the past, like Elijah. I mean, they were flying around, and Ezekiel was flying around. The glory of God was coming, filling rooms up. There was all kinds of things happening that were wild. You don't hear about that anymore, do you? Nope. We hear about it from Pakistan. Big miracles there. But none here. This is the land of dry, dead bones, baby. The land of dry, dead, stupid American bones. America, the stupid, who threw away the most beautiful opportunity the world's ever known, proving that no nation can stand if it becomes, you know, in rejecting God. In rejecting God, America fell. That's, look, you want me to tell you the history of America in one sentence? That's it. Because America rejected God, America fell. That's the, the story of America. America fell and, and was put in the hands of the Chinese and the globalists because America rejected God by and large, and the numbers are huge. The numbers are huge. No, no, no. If you want America back from the from the from the from the uh, you, you know jaws of defeat, then America would repent. Okay, that's the deal. You want America back? Because this authoritarian thing, I can tell you where it's going to go. Half the country is going to wind up locked up and, and murdered. And then there's going to be a whole bunch of you know immigrants, and then the people the people who have been here are going to be scared to death and shuddering in their little two hundred square foot uh, you, you know clap traps. Uh, the uh, you know, most of the cities will be bulldozed, and um, and that and that'll be it. You know, you know, I mean that that that's the eventual insane slavery of completely. First of all, dumbed down to the point. Look, if I got that stupid, I think I'd want to put a bullet in my head. I, I think I want to leave. I, I, I want to kill the abomination that I allowed myself to become. Or you could repent and turn around and ask God to help you. That's even a better idea. Bullet to the head does nothing. My daughter died from suicide. It did nothing for her, did it? She's just dead. There was no victory out of the jaws of defeat there. Nope, she just wound up dead. And, you know, thought she knew everything and thought that uh, that there was no hope because she knew everything and uh, let, her, let them put her on Zoloft and away she went, flying off the bridge to her death. And believe me, she's not at peace. No, she's not resting in peace. I don't know what God will do with her, but obviously there's some something, you know, because I, I said she's very much alive somewhere, just not here. Oh, I know the demons got a kick out of that. They all said it was, you know, that'll show you, Zeph. It's like, you know, take your best shot, asshole. You're always going to be an asshole. You're always going to be stupid. You're always going to be short-sighted. You're always going to be, um, you know, have no no solution to any problem. You're always just going to be, you know, a defensive little bitch. Satan. You know, you can have all the guns and power grab and put all the people in chains and do everything you want to do. And what a, what a great contribution to life you've made. 
Get all the kids to go along with you and call them woke. Because everything is racist, so they have to, you know, really police it. Lord of the Flies time once again. Not the first time. Not my first rodeo. We saw Lord of the Flies back with the Chinese Cultural Revolution. Did we not? They killed how many? hundred million? Oh, that's just an hors d'oeuvre. Today you got to kill a few billion. And they're well on their way to doing that. And they believe, they hope, the jab will kill. That's why Cuomo, the murderer, the unrepentant murdering fool, wants to drive around in a car and jab people because he knows that within a certain period of time they're going to they're going to drop off dead. So the actuarial tables have already been changed. Go ahead and look it up. I challenge you to look it up. Go look at um the oil and gas business personnel department, please. And go look at the uh the mandate to replace the workers within how many years Trish? 3 or 5? I think it's within a few years. Ask yourselves, what is the replacement? And the answer is, back in 2004, I did prophesy, turns out. I didn't know it at the time that it would be that true, but that the United States, whether the punishment of the United States would be to replace the people here with foreigners. And I announced it in 2004, Same thing back then, you know, if America would repent. It's not me that you're fighting against. It's you're fighting against the, the, the law of, you know, it's not even the law. It's just like the force of the almighty God. So repent means this. Blessed is the man whose God is the Lord. That's all it means. That's it. Blessed is the man whose hope is the Lord. So my hope, my my optimism, my but you know, is always based on faith. So I delight in the Lord, and I watch for the movings of the Lord, and and, and then I I feel like I need to acknowledge and witness that He's doing big things. I don't want to miss those things. And the cursed man upon the earth, right, the earth dweller, is the man whose God is not the Lord, but who who frets and worries, whose God is the flesh. Worry. Anxiety. uh, Troubled nature. And that's a curse. It's like the, the, the desert made of salt where nothing can grow. And whenever something good is happening, that person doesn't see it and can't take advantage of it. They can only complain and be victims. The cancel culture is anything, what is it? What, what's the main thing about cancel culture or woke culture? Don't, don't say it's, you know, to end racism and all that. That's, of course, a complete lie. The whole point of all these is to paint millennials as victims. It's to make a culture full of victims 
who now want to go around policing and burning buildings and everything else because they're victims and they're and they're and they they're wronged and they need to take tear down the system that has wronged them so badly because they're victims. Never mind the rest of the people who've come and gone generation after generation contending with the corruption of this planet. They are the only ones because they are the real victims. And anything they do is justified. Any building they target, any people they target, ruining lives, canceling uh, you know, jobs, whatever it is they have to do to get even. What do you mean get even? I want to get even for all human life. Because ultimately all human life is inherently racist. All human life forever and each way. Every human is evil. I want to get even. I'm a victim. And if you want to look at it that way, every human being on earth is a victim then. And all have a right to burn down everything. Go ahead. Kill everybody to the last man. But you would not have eradicated not even any problem. What you would have done is the bidding of the demons that hate you and have enslaved you and, and you never really existed because you gave up your mind. Once the mind is gone, you're gone. Goodbye. God's got this, don't think. Don't worry, the party has got this, don't think. God's got this, don't think. So they do this in the churches too. They shut down the mind, they shut down all inquiry, they shut down all debate, and then, you know, people wonder why they lose their faith. Why they lose their faith. The, 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 the scriptures are nothing unless they're debated from time to time. What God means? No, there is no God. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. We're just all gods. We're all random gods. And if that's true, how did you get in a mess like this? Being that you are God too. Since you're like Deepak Chopra, you are God, you just need to realize it. You know, okay, fine, you realize it. And you realize you're in a, in a, in a, in a shithole. So now what? How's that working out for you, Deepak, you liar? Guys like that make a fortune deceiving people. I mean, he just, you know, he... He he's, he'll do something on chakras and this and that, and, you know, diet and have diet books and cookbooks and man, and then you know what? He learned early on how to dupe masses of people, and still in some circles he's revered. I mean, I think he's probably faded down a little bit in popularity. Being popular does not mean you're right. Usually the people that are right are not popular, but obscure. You've got to dig them out, find them, and appreciate it. Because the world has told them they're not welcome. <laughs> they're not welcome with their truth, ideas, inventions, music, movies, books, paintings, rocket ships, you know, uh, self-governing vacuum cleaners. They're, they're not welcome. Cars that run on water, they're not welcome. 
extending life through certain herbs and, 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 and things that are just provided naturally, they're not welcome. They didn't ask permission for that car that runs on water. They didn't ask permission to use their brain. They didn't ask permission to marry Susie Rottencrotch. They didn't ask permission to do anything. So therefore, they're going to be punished and made outcasts, made an example of and canceled by the woke victims of the world. Because the more people they cancel, the more people they have to cancel. You know why? Because the, 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 the slavery and the racism and all that, it goes all the way back to the first man. You got to cancel them all and kill them all, every last person. And even then, after you've run out of humans to kill, there still needs to be more to balance the equation, to balance the justice. And it still will be unjust, and whoever's left will be the ultimate victim after total victory and conquering everything and killing everything, taking the whole world and all the wealth and all the stuff. They still are going to cry and scream that they're victims and they want to get even. But now they got to find something else to kill. So they start trying to figure out how to kill the moon and kill the sun, and kill the earth. Only thing is, is they don't do it contiguously like that. They're doing that right now. All the things they're doing with blotting out the sky, the geoengineering and all these things, it's to hurt the earth. The Bible has a word for these people. They're called the destroyers of the earth, and God will deal with them. So I don't worry about it. I know God's going to, in this case, I know God's got that one. But I will talk about it. I will mention specific things. I will notice things because I'm a living, breathing, functioning human being. That's why. Because God gave me those cognitive abilities so that I would notice, so I would see, so I could figure it out, so I could speak back to you about the simulated world that we're in, that God says, he, you know, he's... Uh, you, you remember in the Bible in Genesis when God said, you know, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth? I know people have an answer for that, but I don't see how you could conclude anything except the fact that the earth had been plenished before. Now it needs to be replenished. <laughs> oh, don't worry. The pastors will work overtime to convince their flocks that there's nothing to see here. Same thing with uh, that Jeremiah, but... Uh, Luke seventeen twenty one. the kingdom of God is within you. It's not over here, over there, coming and, you know, the, it's coming from outside. It's, it, it, you contain it all. The micro-macro is right. Therefore, an emancipated being that is human would be capable of, of, of they would be capable of, they got control of you to control things outside of you through your, uh, you know, enslavement or control, your attachment to the AI grid, they could use you then, your consciousness, to move things, which you could do if you knew the kingdom was within you. But you don't, so therefore you're never going to look at that. So you're always going to be looking outside. And so since you're looking outside, 
you're always going to be kind of following the little uh, carrot stick and, and, you know, and never really dealing with the uh, reality at hand. Uh, hallelujah. Being able to think about some of these things and, and to, to wonder about these things and also to understand what it is to be blessed, right? Nothing that I know came from me. Everything I know came from God. All the Any inspiration, anything that I'm speaking that inspires you to go look and dig further comes from God. Does not come from me. I absolutely don't know. I wouldn't know anything if it wasn't for God, especially things like, you know, it's hard to get answers to, like about human sacrifice in society. Who is sacrificing the children? Where do they do it? How does this happen? How about, you know, why is the FBI dealing stuff films? I've got a buddy in Malibu. Well, we were friends. I guess we had a falling out. And he was a big porno guy. He loved porn. And he goes, the best porn comes from the FBI. My FBI is, you know, my agents. He calls them my agents. This guy's a criminal. He has like a warehouse full of, you know, stolen stuff and pop. I, I, you know, I, I don't know him that well. I'm not, you know, I wouldn't do what he does, but he's been a big drug dealer, baby, and all that stuff. So, yeah, he's got those connections, like, you know, CIA for cocaine, you know, obviously the FBI for porno, for stuff films, and, you know, and, 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 and whatever else. Tell me, I'll just tell the nitty-gritty. Yeah, this is gross, but he, he'd said, uh, he, you know, the, 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 the latest FBI thing, they gave him some scat films, you know, people defecating on each other. He said it made him throw up all over his robe. It was so gross. And I'm like, and you, what, you, the FBI gave you those? Who, you got, like, friends? And, you know, well, let's just say that he became an informant because he got popped as a drug dealer. And then, of course, he's got now FBI friends. <laughs> Do they want him to stop doing his criminal activity? No, they want a slice. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there are people like him that... Um, that lead a dual life. And uh, I don't know if you saw this in big warehouses, but, you know, big warehouses filled, filled with, like, you know, you know, like, like you know, a dozen, uh, you know, Mono Gucci bikes and, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, a couple of boats and, you know, kinds of just stuff, you know, contraband, you know, stuff he's not supposed to have. So naturally, you know, and of course... He goes, I've never even gotten a parking ticket. Yeah, because he's in cahoots with the FBI, the CIA. They're, they're buddies. So they had him these porno films, you know, as, as a buddy, not as a one guy in law enforcement, one guy, you know, they're, they're all friends. They all, you know, they have dinner together and stuff. They, they do stuff. Okay.
And I guess if you're in that club and you don't have money, then I remember when he met a, a mafia guy, you know, real, you know, real made man guy. It was amazing. Like in public, he like became the guy's slave. Like, you know, you know, kissing his feet, you know, bringing him coffee, you know, just like attending to him, you know, like a servant. And everyone noticed it went, wow. And I'm saying he's, he's trying to get that next rung up the ladder. Here's a guy that's a made man, you know, a big mucky muck, big fat mucky muck in the, you know, the real, you know, mafia that he aspires to. And his way of getting in there is to go kissy, 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 assy, assy to become a kiss ass. And that's, that's exactly, you know, he's hoping that, you know, he'll get more tasks to do and somehow eventually he'll be able to work that into getting up that next run on the ladder and being a real made man. What's a made man? Nobody can touch you, not even, not a government, not the FBI, not any law enforcement, nobody. Right? And if they do get in trouble, usually it ends up going for something like a lesser charge, they're running their business from inside jail, jail's like a country club, you know, that sort of thing, you know, if, if it has to go that way, you know, with, say, famous people. But, you know, it's all related. And, and what is that side? What is that side that, uh, you know, of a, of, a, of a guy that had all those things? Right? That's Satan's side, right? That's, it began with initiation, and it led to that. That name boldly says, I've never even had a parking ticket. <laughs> and as far as I know to this day, not a glove laid on him. No, it did not catch up. Somehow I don't think so. It's never going to. And I, uh, I look at that, and you know, at one point I remember that I, you know, he, someone told me that, well, he didn't want you to see all this, like the house and this and that, because he thought, you know, you might be jealous. And I said, me, I'm not that jealous of anything. I don't want anything he has. I don't need anything. I'm fine. Just, uh, you know, I sometimes I I am just grateful to be alive and, and just be able to to talk here like this to you and you know and, and and just like try to encourage us all to to get out of the world's worries, the world's you know putting you know flesh first as this guy did. He puts his flesh first. He made a habit of going around to people that needed money, you know, for their businesses. He'd loan them money, and then he'd fuck all their wives. <laughs> <laughs> He'd felt it, uh, yeah. So he always had it on hand. <laughs> Anybody talk? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm. I'm just saying. You know, it's very Hunter Bidenish, right? I mean, Hunter Biden's an ultimate criminal, right? It's same thing as that. Same thing, just different. You know, maybe Hunter's more entertaining, but it's the same thing. Here he is out in the open, an open criminal, being accepted because the world sold out to Satan, i.e., the criminal. So they are all uh, going to be pr you know, prancing these people in front of your face from now on because you can't do anything about it. Now, what do we do now? You can't do anything about it. The country was conquered. There's nothing but stupid people surrounding you. What do you do now?
And again, those people didn't begin stupid. They're not inherently stupid. They've been had to dumb themselves down to avoid being the nail that's sticking up that gets hammered down. So they kind of have to play dumb, don't they? And then it becomes real. What are they afraid of? Well, why do they put the mask on if there's other people with a mask if there's no mandate? They don't want to be disliked. They want to show they care. Well, because even if the jab kills me, I'm going to take it because it's the best thing to do for America because I care. I'm going to take the jab. There's no way the people that are not vaccinated have are absolutely harmless to anyone that is vaccinated if the vaccine actually works, which I don't think it does. It, it obviously doesn't work. The, the only people dying from the, the the only people dying from COVID are people that took the vaccine. That's it. So they're trying to say that the people that aren't vaxxed are giving those who are vaxxed this COVID strain, that if everyone was vaxxed, that, that Delta variant wouldn't be there. 100,000% lie, 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 and lie. That is not how it works. The Delta variant does not come from uh, unvaxxed people. Unvaxxed people have antibodies, immunity, you know, against any further COVID uh, situation. But, yeah, I can understand. Yes, politically, it's expedient to say, hey, the unvaxxed are causing the vax to get this Delta variant. That's impossible. If you're truly vaxxed, there would be no variant that could get you. Since they say that these are good against the variants. And, you know, who's to say that the unvaxxed is the one carrying it? The vax could easily be carrying the variant. In fact, most people, most scientists believe that if there is a variant, it comes from the shedding of the vax, not the unvaxed. Well, it's not a vax. That's right. The, the, it's an mRNA uh, gene altering, um, uh, you know, a protein spike that emulates the uh, what they think the virus is. But no one's ever really seen the virus. So, I mean, how can you? build something against it. That protein, I don't think, does anything but makes the person sick, right? The spike protein obviously doesn't fight against the virus. The spike protein has nothing to do with the virus. They insist it does, but it doesn't. And when a real flu or cold comes along, these guys are going to drop like flies because the body will not be able to provide an immune response accurate enough to take out that flu, to take out that cold. And it could also become a uh, cytokine storm too, you know, as colds go into the lungs, as pneumonia all the time. <laughs> well, I think the, the, I think I ran it long enough. I've, I can tell that there's a lot of people very, I can tell there are people that are kind of, uh, they just can't hear this message, I don't think, you know, they're just not going to be able to hear it because, uh, well, the one thing about it is that um, 
you know, nobody wants to acknowledge that this thing is over. You know, the, the, the world. That we're going into authoritarianism and lockdowns. They're getting ready to lock you down again. Are you going to comply? You guys going to comply? They're getting ready to go mandated vaccines. You're going to comply to that? They're doing weird things with our weather, right? So just wondering, you know, at some point, you know, is there a, is there a road too far? You know, the mark of the beast is an abomination, right, Shishi? Look at that. It's an abomination. It's, it's the abomination of desolation, meaning, you know, if the body is the temple and you put that in the temple, it's the wrong thing occupying the temple, right? If you really want to get at it biblically, go read, you know, uh, more about, you know, iron mixed with clay in the Bible. You'll find that iron is not supposed to be mixed with clay. We are clay. The potter is the Lord. Iron doesn't mix. No matter how bad they want to do it. So I think what you're going to see is sudden, there's, you know, th- this thing's going to come to a head. This, uh, the people that are, that are rioting against the vaccines. I'm kind of embarrassed to say America, not only is America losing every Olympic contest, all. Can you believe <laughs> Right? Perfect. Racist country anyway. No, I mean, this is how pathetic. It, it's, they can't win. It's like the American military cannot win a war. Right? Because they back every, they back, you know, the, they back the enemy. The enemy that's crapping on them, that's, the, that's what the U.S. military likes. The enemy out there doing nothing to them, they go hunt them, and of course that's not the enemy. So they, like Mr. Magoo, they can never find the enemy. They don't know what the enemy is. They just say it's white supremacy and it's the biggest fight since World War II or whatever. And, of course, all that means is a smokescreen for certain kinds of people we don't like. We'd like to eliminate them because they think, then after that, we're going to have a really nice place to live with everyone having taken the jab five times a year, becoming nothing less and nothing more than just basically programmed robots. A ruination of every single thing that ever existed. And even that won't be enough for them. They'll still want more. After every last man, woman, and child is gone, they'll still want more. Even that won't be enough. It'll never be enough. Because they're victims. They're victims of an unfair situation. And they want justice. And the only way they're going to get it is to flush humanity down the shitter and then themselves live in eternity. But even if they get rid of everything and everyone, still not enough. Uh.
And I think I'm going to... I don't mean to yell and scream. And I guess the reason I make provocative statements about you know stupid earth dwellers is because it's true, for one thing, unfortunately. It, it makes the world, for me, no fun to not be allowed to have good old-fashioned discussion about things. I used to love to talk about the Bible and philosophies and other religions and all kinds of topics. I used to love getting together with people with coffee and all that, but people are afraid now. Okay. All righty then. We shall see you again, and I'm going to start up... Um, oh, I just want to make an announcement. I'm probably going to pepper these longer forms, maybe a little bit less longer form, maybe a couple of weeks, and then maybe some, you know, some quick videos and try to compile them in the same place. Maybe we'll compile them on YouTube or something. Um, I got kicked off last time. They took all my content down, though. I'm not banned, uh, per se, in the same way I had to, you know, they, they took down... They gutted the content, you know, and, and said it's all... They called the entire thing cyberbullying. No matter what I talked about. It's, so in other words, yeah, that if I talk about the Lord at all, if I talk about anything to do with that, they automatically call that cyberbullying because you're, you're not all inclusive, right? So it's, you're being a bully. <laughs> okay. God bless you, each and every one. Try to avoid the mark if you can. (laughs) 